Sundog Studios LLC and Sunlight Media Collective proudly present What's Up Wabanaki. Hello, Tammy. Welcome back to the studio. Thank you, Josh. Uh, it's great to be here. Um, and I think that um, the subject matter that we're going to talk about today, uh, planning, uh, for a garden is the perfect time to do it. Excellent. So what what stage are you at at planning for the farm now? Uh, right now I'm, uh, I have looked at what I want for uh, this season. So I'm uh, going to start uh, ordering my seed. But where, where I was two weeks ago, um, I looked at what uh, what vegetables I wanted. I looked at you know what what what's gonna come out at different times because you don't want to do all say warm season crops that that's you're not gonna get them until um, you know the end of July or August. You want uh, some with. Uh, they call cool season crops uh, to come out earlier, like lettuce and beets, turnip, um, and you can harvest a lot of those beet greens earlier um, and uh, turnip greens earlier. Um, so you Was have it a, earlier. What what time? Like when do you plant? Would you plant them, and when would? You expect harvest? Uh, so a lot depends on um, your soil temperature. Uh, so um, I, ha I, I go around with a, a thermometer and I stick it in the soil. Um, some crops you uh, can uh, get into the ground uh, as soon as the soil's workable. But your germination rate uh, is lower if, if the soil's still too cold. But it doesn't, for things like lettuce, you know, 40, 45 degrees, and uh, they'll, uh, they'll germinate. Uh, so it does depend on, on your soil. Um, and, or your weather, you know, and then you, you know, you go from there. You can, you know, you don't want to put your, uh, say, something like corn um, in 45 degree soil. <laughs> you know, it could be workable, but it could still be that cold. Uh, it won't germinate. And if it, uh, if it stays in the ground too long and, you know, it gets too wet, uh, it will uh, just basically rot instead of, you know, sitting there and waiting for the time when it gets warm enough. Um, so those are, those are some of the things you, um, you plan. Uh, they do have a lot of calendars that, you know, are interactive, like, um, I don't know if I, I could give a specific company that uh, puts them out, but um, one that's very interactive, I, uh, I've used it for years, 
I don't really need to, you know, uh, access it that much anymore is uh, Johnny's, Johnny Seed, um, on their website, um, they have a, a seed starting, or um, I think that's probably how you would uh, find it. It would depend on what zone you're in, when, when your last frost free date is. So that's very important to put in there because if you, uh, say in, in uh, this area, we're in a zone five and our last frost free date is May 15th. Uh, if you're in, say, um, you know, south of us, um, in the southern part of the state or, you know, New England, southern New England, uh, your zone's going to change. And, you know, you, um, your frost-free date may be May 1st. Uh, and that makes a lot of difference, um, you know, when you uh, go to plant stuff because some things will not, will bolt like, uh, lettuce will, or spinach will bolt once it gets too hot. So you want to get, you want to be able to get that, um, you know, in the ground and, uh, growing good before that happens. Um, but, uh, it also, and this is a big thing too, you, you don't have to direct sow all your seeds. You can, uh, start them inside, um, you know, so many weeks earlier, uh, usually at, at somewhere around four weeks, you can start um, your lettuce and get it out there earlier. Um, the beauty of that, one, is, you know, obviously that you get it earlier, but two, when you think about succession planting, planting, you know, a dozen lettuce now, and two weeks later, you do another dozen. So that extends your harvest time. So you know, now you have, you, you're able to get lettuce, you know, more over a longer period of time. Um, and, and those are things you think about what, what you want. You know, you want to be able to, you know, have more or a longer period uh, of time it'll also tell you how long you can also get that information on your uh, your seed packets it'll tell you you know how long to how long it takes to germinate and how long to harvest uh, so you want to think about those you know ahead of time because if you have a very small garden uh, with not enough, not a lot of room, then you want to uh, make sure that you can go from one crop to an, another, you know, in a, you know, be, so you won't run into a space issue. And there are, there are some, some plants that you have to start from, start transplants inside your house or in your greenhouse because we just don't have a long enough growing season here in Maine to, to start them outside, like tomatoes, peppers, uh, eggplants, all of those. Our soil doesn't get warm enough, early enough, 
for it to become big enough for you to enjoy what, uh, you know, what the plant has to offer. So if you start them like in a greenhouse, does the cold at night, does that hurt them? Uh, so or do you need a certain temperature the whole time even or? Um, so yeah, yeah. So it, it, if you, it's I like tomatoes. You, uh, if you start them in a greenhouse, you probably want to have another, another covering for them, uh, you know, just to keep them warm. Again, you know, uh, or you can put uh, a heat mat underneath it. You definitely need to keep them at a consistent warm temperature, you know, until they germinate. Because, again, seed won't germinate when it's too cold. And that has to be a pretty consistent warm temperature. Once you get, you know, get them to be, you know, a couple of inches, um, they're not as tender. Um, they are still tender, a tender plant, but they're not as fussy. You can, you know, back off a little bit on, you know, keeping them at 70 degrees. And that, you know, goes the same with uh, peppers. They're now they're more sensitive than tomatoes to uh, to uh, cold. Okay. So uh, you you really you, you know you really just have to keep them keep them warm. You know until they're a, a certain height. All right. Yeah, because my quest for pepper sauce. <laughs> Haven't had luck with the peppers so much. Yeah, they they're they're very. Now they, uh, I can say that, uh, in the past when I've used that, that uh, calendar, I have found that I needed to start peppers a whole lot earlier. Uh, it just they just don't seem to get, you know, big enough, and uh, and it could be that I didn't keep them warm enough and most of the time I'll start them inside you know I've done different things uh, put them in the window especially tomatoes tend to get very leggy because they want to reach for the sun and that's why a lot of people uh, go to using um, grow lights you know keep them pretty low uh, to the plant not not low enough to burn them, but uh, it keeps them from getting too tall and, you know, put, getting more, the, the uh, stems getting uh, some girth to it so that they, they don't, you know, start toppling over. And then again, grow lights uh, do get expensive to run. Right. Um, and you keep them, you've got to keep them out of out of the sun or you know away from the light if you're going to use grow lights because they're they're still going to do that stretching they're you know they're the natural sunlight they're all going to go right to that. it if they if you uh if they can detect it but uh you know those those are the plants you have to you know uh always start um the others direct so there are some that you have have to direct sow 
people say, you know, you can you can start something like peas. Peas is a cold season crop. You can get that in the ground as soon as your soil is workable. And generally, you know, you can get them in. And some people say you can start them uh, from, you know, inside. Hmm. I, um, I, <laughs> it, I haven't had luck that, doing that. No, I, there, I haven't had any luck doing it. And, and the thing about that is that, you know, you've got, you've got to get them, you know, out. So they, they've been in the house or, you know, uh, if you have a greenhouse and then you can't let them get too, too big and you put them you know, now you're changing their whole environment, you know, their soil temperature. Uh, and so th they go through a like a transplant shock. And so you're not any further along than you were. If you just... Uh, if you, yeah, just put them in the ground. Whereas like tomatoes, number one, you know, like I said, there's, there's just no, you know, uh, no getting around that. The um, uh, the other thing is that you're going to be holding on to them, you know, from four to six weeks, depending, you know, on how um, how long you keep them, you know, what size you want them, how early you started them. Um, they, it's always, I and I've found that it's always better to, you know, once you can get them in a, a little bit bigger uh, growing pot try to get them into a bigger grow up pot because that gives your roots a good amount of area to to stretch in and if you you know bring your soil level up a little bit higher you know each time you um you put them in say a different pot depending on you know what size you start them with uh, they they give off roots. As soon as they detect that soil, uh, they'll give out more roots. So if you, say, plant them an inch deeper, right where that is, and um, uh, I think that people can see that if, if you've ever had a tomato plant fall over and that branch has touched the, the soil, and you, you have roots growing out of that. Uh, those are... Uh, I never knew that. Yes. So it would... It, and, and a lot of times uh, you'll see that too when you just at a bend. And if you look at that bend, you know, when your um, tomato plants are mature, you um, look at that bend and you'll feel it's a little bumpy. Well, those are all roots underneath that. Um, uh, underneath that branch and they're called advantageous roots that because they're not the actual root system but they can still uptake uh, nutrients and water um, and uh, so that's why to make you know people will you see these things where you know people say you know keep putting them in deeper or, you know put them deeper and that's true um, the other thing uh, that that seems to be a popular thing when talking about planting tomatoes is people will lay them down flat 
and your uh, your stem starts to grow up and your uh, the rest of your plant is down uh, flat and then cover it up uh, that's true because you will start to get that whatever you have in the ground and you cover uh, all gives off roots so now you have a like a strong you know uh, well-rooted okay. plant uh, it's not necessary I mean it, it doesn't have to uh, be that but it but it is uh, uh, sign a kind of an experiment to to uh, notice that and uh, you know if, if uh, people think you know uh, notice that they, they you know are having a better better luck with their tomatoes or having a better you know plant um, you know it's not uh, not something you're the plant the your tomatoes gonna uh, suffer for you know and uh, so it's always um, experiments you know yeah. see what works for you what you like um, the the other the other plant that uh, you get um, a lot of advantageous roots from um, are uh, corn so as as time goes on and your corn gets bigger, mound it a little bit more, uh, you know. In that, um, I think for uh, corn, the reason that uh, they they throw off more roots are uh, for stability, you know that. Um, that keeps them from, you know, flopping over, especially if you're in a more windy area and um, uh, your corn didn't get a good deep, don't have good deep roots in it or, uh, you know, are not protected. That That's one thing that um, roots actually do for their plants it is uh, give them a good grounding. Anchor them right in. Yes, yeah, to hold them up. So uh, that, that's where you'll see uh, that same thing. That's not, um, you know, it's not a bad practice to uh, mound those up more. Oh, good to know. Well, thanks a lot for stopping by. Oh, absolutely. You know, I'll have to come back and discuss more uh, planning and see how everything's coming along. Yes. This has been a presentation of Sundog Studios LLC and Sunlight Media Collective. Recorded and edited by Joshua Woodbury. Music by Lawton Man. Recorded in Old Town, Maine.